Welcome back to the China Business Review podcast. I'm Erin Slauson, and today we have Angela Dung, Government Affairs Manager at the U.S.-China Business Council. Angela also covers the financial services portfolio. What I find interesting about the financial services industry is that, in the middle of a trade war, it's one of the only industries that's seeing real market openings. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and how trade talks have affected that? Sure.、Um, so openings have happened prior to the trade talks, but they have definitely sped them up.、Um, so in recent years,、uh, the time when we saw、uh, real openings announced was back in April 2018 at the Boao Forum. Um, various Chinese government officials announced that they will be allowing majority ownership in certain financial services sectors,、um, allowing majority ownership immediately, and then allowing full ownership after three years.、Um, so definitely, that was real progress in terms of market openings, and certainly in the trade talks,、um, market openings in financial services have been featured and have been、um, an important、um, aspect of the negotiations. Um, and I believe that all sectors in financial services are being negotiated, and certainly uh, uh, before the temporary、um, hold on the trade talks、um, in early May,、uh, we have definitely seen movements.、Um, quite a few companies have、uh, moved forward with the process to gain majority ownership.、Um, I believe there was one company、um, who got full ownership. Um, so hopefully,、um, after the G20, we see when talks res- resume,、uh, we'll see more、um, not just、uh, approval of licenses,、uh, but、um, also regulations that aim at removing structural barriers in the market,、um, especially on the twelve opening measures that they announced in May before、uh, everything came to a standstill. Um, we haven't seen implementing on those two twelve regulate、uh, on those twelve opening measures yet,、um, but definitely hope that we will see progress on those measures in the future. So financial services has always referred to a very broad、right. sector, and so I think some people might not fully understand what you mean when you say financial services. Right. So, what Industries are foreign companies really excited about、um, within financial services in China right、yeah. now. Yeah, there there are quite a few sectors in financial services, and just to explain, there's、um, traditional banking,、um, there's securities, there's insurance,、uh, electronic payments, asset management,、uh, financial technology. So definitely quite a、List、few and in <laughs> futures as well.、Um, But I think that in terms of what we've seen,、um, the areas that、uh, companies are really excited about, I would say, are asset and management.、Um, so quite a few U.S.、Um, as well as other foreign companies are really、uh, trying to make、uh, full preparation、um, to gain majority ownership,、um, and they are really excited about the market because there are a lot of、um, assets to be managed、um, because of huge savings pool in China. Um, and certainly, with、uh, various regulations from the past, it is an industry that is still developing.、Um, so everyone is trying to, you know,、uh, gain a piece of the market share,、uh, making preparations while they can, and you know, talking to the regulators、uh, to make sure that they are in a position to gain from、uh, any future openings. Separate but related, I want to turn to currency. We've heard that in the trade negotiations. United States has made some demands on currency. 
um, wondering what you've heard about those demands, where those negotiations are at now. Sure. Um, so currency is a controversial and a tricky topic. Uh, in the past, uh, China has been uh, years ago, this is many years ago, uh, China has been found of uh, purposefully devaluing its currency to mix, make its exports cheaper. Um, but in recent years, uh, based on the Treasury's reports, uh, we haven't seen that. China is on the Treasury watch list, um, but certainly it hasn't been uh, found of uh, conducting competitive devaluation. But currency is a topic because with the trade war, uh, we've seen China's currency drop in value quite a bit against the U.S. dollar. Um, so th there, there is some um, speculation as to whether uh, Chinese officials are uh, allowing the uh, currency to uh, uh, freely devalue on its own uh, mm -hmm. or whether it's purposeful. Um, so in the negotiations, I believe, based on what we've seen, is that they've asked um, China to not... Uh, purposefully devalue its currency, um, especially to cushion against the effects of um, a lot of tariffs being placed on Chinese goods um, to, to kind of mitigate that impact. Uh, so we've, uh, we've heard that they've asked that demand. Um, but I think that there's, there's still a bit of interagency div division on like how to proceed with um, currency issues with respect to China. Um, Commerce recently uh, released a proposed rulemaking um, that seeks to use currency undervaluation as part of its calculation for uh, countervailing duties. Um, Treasury has pushed back against that. Um, so we will see um, how, we, how they move forward on this front, um, but certainly it is uh, an area where there are a lot of disagreements. Um, so, um, but, uh, but hopefully after the G20 when talks resume, they will be able to come to a solution that addresses this issue. The China Business Review podcast is a production of the U.S.-China Business Council. You can learn more on our website, uschina.org. This podcast is also a companion to our digital magazine, which you can find at chinabusinessreview.com. Our music is by Ryan Anderson. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.